Hey everybody, welcome to Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. My name is Buddy, he's Bob McStaddy. Bob McStaddy, say hello. Good evening. <laughs> BMD is Sun's here. Introduce him, please. <laughs> Me? Uh, yeah. Joining us today on Kirk and Off is the one and only Mike Geary. Now, can I ask why you... Was I in studio or did I just hear this when you sheepishly called in as yourself? <laughs> Like you had a good character, everyone found it funny, it got a laugh ninety-five percent of the time, I'd say. Yeah. Um, well I think doing this podcast kind of ruined it for for Steve and Kirk because they had said that before. Um, I don't think you were in studio when I had that call of shame that I did where I called during lunch and Kirk. Yeah, I couldn't remember if I was there or not, but Uh, no, you weren't there. You weren't there. I think it was a Wednesday show. Okay. Because I remember I was in a JC Penny. (laughs) <laughs> Speaking of that, how many do you listen to every KMS show still? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't listen to the ones I'm on after, but yeah. Nice. Um, do you, like I guess like the first question I know everybody's asked you like a billion times. Do you regret stepping away a little bit? Uh, no, I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of fun. I think the show when I'm on and when I'm on, not on has been great. So I have no regrets. I, I have a question for you boys as we start here, if that's okay. Yeah. Of course. Because I, I didn't know if I was supposed to do this show or not. Because I hear, why do it? Can you explain to me why I have um, like a negative assumption about you guys? If that makes sense. Very like when you fair asked me to do question. the podcast, I was like, I, I, aren't I supposed to hate them or something? <laughs> um, I, it's tough. Like, so Kirk hates me because I talked to DEC. Um, I guess I didn't really grasp how much Kirk hated DEC, you know? So, right. and I, um, so you have people on the podcast that aren't necessarily friends of the podcast. Yeah, totally. And we've we've talked to BA, um, Jay's Mayhem, like the guy. Oh, okay. He's he's a called in Monday, you know. Um, okay. But then, well, why? Then, I mean, do you do you grill those guys at all for why they act like they hate the show and then act like they love the show? Or I mean, I did. You just tickle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I haven't heard. I'm not. I'm not. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm not assuming anything. But. I mean, I got into it with Mayhem a bit just because when he it was like it's like the way Kirk is, it's Kirk or nothing. I go, well, it's the Kirk Minahan show. Of course, it's going to be that way. So it, it, well, yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the entire point, I, I think. Yeah, and that's what that's I so. and that's what I said. But I, it's, and I know when Buddy and BMD, when you guys created this, you just wanted to talk with people who like the show and like, figure out what the backgrounds were with everyone. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, yeah, we don't um, we don't try we don't I don't we don't ever shit on our favorite <laughs> show. I want to make that clear. Um, <laughs> I can't tell. Is he always like this, or does this stammering indicate nervousness? Yeah, nervousness. Yeah, yeah, you got it. He's um, nervous. (laughs) I don't. I think we're not. I mean, with Buddy's DEC interview, we weren't tough enough. I don't think with our rebuttals and stuff. And okay, and maybe he's upset about that. I'm not too sure. We do remember that. I remember that. But I didn't know if since then you've been buddy buddy with people that just hate the show. No, we don't. uh, We we try to be neutral with everything. Okay. Half the time, I still don't know what the hell's going on with like with, with, with like just the the complete inner workings of it. I can I get the show when they don't like it. I can completely see why Kirk can get mad at and, and is pissed off at the way things are when you embrace people like Zonker who who even shit. He went after me after on this podcast. I said uh, that I could write better than him, and he got all pissy about that. <laughs> and he couldn't even when he tried to trash me, couldn't even do it right because he was sending the wrong Huffington. Like he was sending the wrong article about me, so I had to send the right one. I was like, at least use it. That guy's an asshole. He would send me DMs like like we were pals. Like, hey, I'm warning you, you should block me. I don't even know what that means. And then he blocked me, and then he would start sending me like uh, warning shots. 
<laughs> like, uh, uh, watch out tomorrow. Crazy shit's going to happen. And then it would be like, he would screenshot that he reported the YouTube page or something. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> he took Julie DeCaro tactics. Excellent job. <laughs> Yeah, he's. I don't. I don't really get his whole deal. Honestly, I don't. I don't even remember why he hates Kurt. But I think he's just an asshole. I think he's just a troll <laughs> that likes fucking with people. Yeah, that, it, you saw it with Portnoy with Barstool dot com, and then it's just he kept it going. I think Kirk said it right. It's he got a taste of the world, got a taste of the fame. Kirk, when Kirk's is getting mad at someone, he's the best at holding grudges. Threw him under the rug. Couldn't Zonkers couldn't take it, and he's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go lash out." It's the stupidest fucking thing. I mean, I've been told to jump off cliffs. I still love listening to the Kirk Minahan show. It's funny. <laughs> it's entertaining. It's it's. And fine. talk about milking one joke. I mean, you can call me a one note hack if you want. I totally understand. But buy you bought Barstool.com. We got it. You've milked <laughs> yeah, like, the joke for ten years. Jesus Christ. And and like Kirk said, when this all started, it's been irrelevant for for how for longer than that. You know, since since um like Penn came into Barstool. They've been like, I mean, not, not Penn, excuse me, the Cherny Group that came into Barstool. Who gives a shit that it's not Barstool.com? It's, it's Barstool Sports. That's what everybody says. Yeah, I, think everybody I think they're doing all right without it. Yeah, I'd say so, right? <laughs> well, the, um, your background, you had Kirk originally on a, on your podcast when you were doing a podcast back in the day. Is that how you got involved with Kirk? Or what's uh, the twice, actually, yeah. Okay. Um, I believe, I think it was when he did Jared's podcast and I was an intern for Barstool. And Jared was my first guest. So when I was listening to them, uh, I think I just tweeted, like, I wish I could get Kirk on the podcast or something. And he just replied and said, anytime. Uh, so I messaged him and he came on. And then he came on again when I was at uh, EEI. And then I kind of just kept bothering him uh, until he got to Barstool. And he invited me in the second show, I think. And, and even after that, with uh, working with him at EEI, what was that kind of like when you when you when you're kind of in that area of your? Well, I didn't work with him at EEI. You didn't work with him. I was just on in promotions. Promotions, but like you're in the building and you know that strife's going on. What's what, do you have anything from that inside look of like? Could you hear rumblings or was it just you knew something was going to happen? Um, I remember. I mean, I would walk by like sales meetings where there would be guys that were say, like some guys would be on like Kirk and Jerry's side and be like, we, we got to go after him. That's the only way you stop a guy like this. And then the rest of them were kind of pussies. I mean, as you would, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you would figure. So I would just hear shit like that. I didn't have any inside information or anything, um, but it was funny to hear shit like that. And it was always funny to hear people like, um, I'm assuming you guys remember uh, what's her name? Kennedy from Carson and oh, Kennedy. Yeah, of course. Who I, uh, uh, that's who got me fired eventually at EEI. <laughs> um, there were people like that once that would be like, oh, th th that douchebag or those assholes or whatever. And it's like, how do you not understand? Like, you won't have jobs. If that, if that show leaves, you <laughs> yeah. won't have jobs. And ultimately, I mean, the pandemic had an effect, obviously, but that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> that now they're all out of job. The promotions department that I worked in does not exist anymore. <laughs> I mean, did, and, did and, you ever have, did you ever, ever have any interaction with Kirk as a street teamer or no? Like I, I'm sure it's. Much no, I mean, separate, like I but... said, when I did the podcast there, he came on, and then like if I saw him in the hallways, he'd say hi. That's about it. <laughs> so it's like the last time you were there, though. We it was a very uh, scary incident for you. Are, are you? Uh, how's your foot? Are you okay? Is the assault over? I'm still or... recovering. I'm still hobbled, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm I'm doing all right. It's funny. There were some people said that that wasn't Curtis, but it had to be. There's no other explanation. It was a bald guy. Obviously, I didn't get a great look at him. 
uh, but I'm very, <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious about. Was Lucy that. in the car with them? If you saw two of them, you might have been had in it. Well, she popped her head up when I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you and uh, Featherston go over there to eat? Uh, was it twice? We were there like three or four days in a row. Oh, nice. yeah. And I believe Dandy. Blind Prison Mike was there one day. That's right. Um, yep. Tim and Canton. I forgot. Okay. I, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. I apologize, but so. How did how did you end up in the that in the third chair originally? Was it because you went to that court hearing or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, uh, I was in the day before that. Right. Um, they had invited me in, and because uh, just because I was bothering Kirk, essentially gave me a gave me a shot, and um, then I was not in the next day, but I went to the court hearing, and uh, Riccio was there, uh, fucking being just an asshole and i'm not like that that that's the closest i got to like getting physical with someone (laughs) just because he's got such a smackable face and he's a little guy (laughs) that like even i was not really intimidated by him um but uh like that that happened and uh, that was an interesting day and then i guess i know steve says that he suggested uh to kirk to invite me back the next day when they recap the shit and then i think um I was not in the next couple days, but I know that when I'm trying to think, I think there were two days I wasn't in, two or three days I wasn't in after that. Right. But I and think then, right around then, uh, Cullinane started filling in for Steve. So Kirk asked if I wanted to uh, sit in because uh, he didn't know I was going to go with Cullinane, I don't think. I don't yeah, know that's, if that's why. <laughs> I have no idea if that's why. Or not. That's one of the things I think Steve says like a bunch, like that. Uh, like Kirk wanted like a familiar voice in like when when Steve was like away because he's like he didn't know how it would go with Colony. Um, yeah, I, that that's what I, I know they've said that in the past. I don't know if that's how it played out or not. I don't really remember, but something like that. What what was your favorite part of being the third chair in KMS? Um, overall or back then? You mean like just the um, invite or? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, I guess both. You know, I mean, back then it's it, what I found the coolest is that I grew up listening to the kind of radio I knew that. Kirk was about to start. I mean, he always did it, Kirk and Callahan, but I knew it would be even better at Barstool. Um, so I was excited for that. And then as uh, as the show went on, like my favorite moments were any time we were just completely goofing on someone, like uh, uh, that protester Gina. That was <laughs> one of the hardest I've ever laughed. I was actually just talking about this um, on my show the other day. For some reason, this came up. But do you guys remember when um, the uh, – what the hell was it? That not perverted justice, but some group like that, like these vigilantes that were catching pedophiles. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, and YouTube. what was it? And didn't yeah. – like I think DEC made the – when he made the yeah, parody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the rebuttal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I <laughs> – for whatever reason, I asked – I was like, hey, isn't that illegal what they're doing? Like isn't that some kind of entrapment? And it was a genuine question I was asking. And Kirk just goes – well, that's an odd instinct you have with that stuff. <laughs> it made me realize what I was doing, and I, I, I think that's the hardest I laughed on the show, where I was like, "Wow, I am def- I'm just naturally defending these guys." I mean, and, the, and then it just wants to keep on going. And anytime it went, any it was scandal. like forty minutes or something crazy. Well, it was, that one forty that minutes. Was my favorite shit when it was just goofing on something and having fun like that. <laughs> Andrew? Well, I was going to say, it, with all the good, there's obviously there's, there's bad in it. And even any point in the Minifan world, if when, when, you get the, uh, when you get any blip of mention, it's just hate comes at you one way. Is, what, what was the worst part for you? 
with all of it? Was it like DMs and all the, all the any people um, come at? Or no, what? I mean the worst part was shit that I made into bad parts of it. You know what I mean? Like none of that stuff goes away. People saying shitty things about you on Twitter or whatever. But I also made it into a thing in my head, and I took every criticism super seriously, and uh, I felt the need to have. Like I remember on Mike and the Minifans, I would have people on because uh, I knew, you know, to to answer for something they said about me or to, <laughs> to unload some criticism of me when and that's when like it kind of stopped being fun because I and I was nervous all the time. Um, so pretty much all that shit. Like uh, that's why I I, right. um, I try to make it clear. I don't know if I do a good job at it, that it's not like the Minifans. Like they play, you know, they've all been very good to me and they're cool when I meet them at events and everything. Um, it's just I was taking shit too seriously that I think every I mean, you know, an audience like uh, Kirk probably deals with it more than, um, you know, I'm trying to think of a, an example, but pardon my take. Um, yes, you know, I think his f- fans are a lot more passionate, so it just comes naturally. Um, so he deals with it more. But I think every, you know, if if you have to deal with uh, uh, Twitter, you have to learn how to deal with that shit. So I did not do a great job at it. Did it bother you, like, when, when Kirk would pick on you for stuff, like, like you said, uh, like, the Madawaska video before, like, the night before the show when you're so drunk and you obviously be, like, being sarcastic. Like, does that, does that bother you when Kirk would take that out of context? Because you, you weren't saying you're better than Kirk. You were just, you know, you were kind of <laughs> No, that was, my, yeah. that was my job. <laughs> and what I should have said, I should have done a better job defending myself that I was being sarcastic. You know what I mean? I shouldn't <laughs> fold, like, a fucking cheap suit, as they say. <laughs> So any of that shit is really on me because uh, I'm a fan of those shows. And that's kind of what I had to keep telling myself is like, well, hey, if I was, you know, like when I would listen to uh, uh, Kirk's old show, if I was, if that, if that was happening to Curtis or Mutt, I would be laughing at that. Or on Howard Stern, if it happened to fucking Baba Booey or whoever, I would be laughing at that. So why am I taking it so seriously when it's happening to me? And it is different. It's an adjustment. You have to learn how to uh, kind of take that shit, but I should have been better at it. Well, so we know Kirk's going to be on his. He extended his contract through twenty twenty four. Do you plan on continuing to be on the show through that whole time? As long as they'll have me, yeah. Awesome. I've been saying. having a lot of fun since I've been back. So yeah, as yeah, long as they'll, the as long as they'll have me on once a week, I'm enjoying yeah. that. Yeah, that. That was actually something I wanted to ask. Was was like, are you having as much fun on Mondays as it seems you're you're having? I think the the shows on Monday are great. I, beginning of the year, I honestly would have said that the Jared shows were better, but you. Like Mondays have been fantastic lately. So, am I? Is the question: Am I having as much fun as I seem like I'm having? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, are you having fun doing just one day a week? Like, do you wish you I, could be in more? No, actually, there's like a pre-show. A lot of people don't know this. There's a pre-show meeting where me, Kirk, and Steve huddle around, and Kirk says, "Hey, give it, give it as much energy as you can today." We're all, all right, we're not thinking, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, it's all it's all that very genuine. Right, yeah. I'm having fun uh, every time I'm in so far. I was gonna say, I think I've gone on the uh, the wrap up show on Mondays. Like every week, I'm like, just Mike just sounds a lot more confident, especially at the end before you left and, and like coming back. It's you seem, you just seem genuinely. It just comes across as so genuinely confident now. It's 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 it is. I I like 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 Buddy said. I love Mondays. It's a it's a fun laugh and. I mean, the we do know that Jared might be better at you than trivia, but that's I think that oh, that's the outrageous. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that's that. Absurd. I, uh, I don't think I would contribute more than Jared in trivia, though. I'll, I'll say that. I might get a few more baseball questions than him, oddly, but <laughs> everything else I think we've got about the same uh, level of knowledge on. 
with uh, it, one of the things I think with that's kind of gone away and it's like taking a little hiatus, like other parody songs. Do you do you miss the parody songs and you, you want some more coming in, or it's just have we have the Minna fans reached that dry well? Uh, I mean, yeah, I always like it as long as it's not like forced, like you don't need to just play them to play them, but uh, yeah, like the guys that were great at it were always fucking hilarious. There were a couple underrated guys, like obviously. Steve's a liar guy is very funny. Matt Carano, obviously very funny. But I think my favorite ever, I have no idea who this guy is, but the S.E., the D.C. Sleuth song. Oh, yes. <laughs> is probably my favorite song, and I have no idea who that fucking guy is. So good. <laughs> but yeah, I no, was... I, I mean, it, like, obviously, if they're good, I, I miss hearing them, but there's no need to force it, you know? Does my mom really hot still to? play? <laughs> What's that? I was gonna say, does uh, the, do you still listen to the Mike's mom's really hot, the the nice Christmas classic? <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. I think there weren't a lot of great ones about me. Most of the good ones were about Steve, I think, at least that I can think of. But I think my favorite one about me was Carano's. Oh, uh, yeah. when he said, "As the lead penetrated the night." We're <laughs> 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 due for a good song from Carano too. It's been too long. It has been a while. Um, so the Blind Mike project, uh, how's it been going thus far since you started? It's been fun. Yeah. Um, I've you know I've gotten some interviews that I'm glad I've got like you know not names that'll blow you away or anything, but guys that I like a lot. Hmm. That uh, it's been, it's hard to book guests, I guess, which is why I'm glad. Like I didn't know if I'd have to do it myself or whatever. And uh, people shit on Craig, <laughs> often <laughs> rightfully so, but so- he's uh, he's been fun to talk to just because we have similar interests and shit like that so uh, i'm enjoying it a lot who's who's been your favorite interview thus far i hate i hate that i hate that i just answered like that because i know that's gonna get taken as mike's like serious well let me tell you boys about my program (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry what'd you say um who's been your favorite interview thus far on your show uh i mean the the one that people seem to like most was chauncey hayden oh yeah i love that uh because it was just like inside radio stuff yeah um for me it was cool to talk to Luis j gomez i'm a big legion of skanks fan um all the comedians i've had on i'm a fan of and i think the best guest so far was brendan air um i get maybe not if you don't like this kind of talk but we just talked about like mental health and suicide and comedy and that type of shit and i thought that one was really fun besides chauncey yeah, sorry, oh, sorry, BMD. Go ahead. No, you're my right. bad. Um, he was going to ask the question for me, but besides Chauncey, do you plan on having any more Whack Packers on, or anybody from O and A? Um, I, I don't know that I would have Whack Packers. Like, I wouldn't have uh... Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know if I would have guys like that on. Yeah, because it would just be weird asking high pitch Eric. So, what are your real thoughts on? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much information you'd get out of him that wasn't bullshit. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to have guys from Stern and ONA on and talk like uh, old school radio like that, like knowledgeable guys. Like Chauncey Hayden was a you know reporter and he was there for a lot of shit. Some people said that he made it seem like he was a bigger part of the show than he was. I didn't really get that vibe, but I also don't know. Uh, you know, I didn't listen to Stern back then. Like I, I only know Stern from YouTube essentially. Uh, so I mean, maybe he did. I didn't catch that really, but yeah, I love talking like old radio like that with guys like that. Speaking of comedians you love, are you surprised Joe Rogan backpedaled and apologized over those? Uh, that so that whatever if I was. just talked about this on my podcast and we played the sound, it's mm-hmm. not as bad as it sounds. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not as bad as it reads. Okay, 
Did you read the audio or did you just read that? We had no, I read the article that was yeah, I just read the tweeted quote. out. Yeah, so the article looks pretty bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I played it, it doesn't say, I mean, he does like kind of backpedal and he's like, I never said you shouldn't take the uh, vaccine. It's like, yeah, you pretty much did say that. But it's yeah. not quite as bad as it comes off in print. So you're still going to be the no vaccine team? <laughs> you're, gonna, you're holding out strong on no vaccine for you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not fucking... Uh, to backpedal like Joe Rogan, I'm not. I, I didn't say don't get it. I mean, I'm, 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 but I am. I'm, I'm not like an. I'm not an anti-vaxer. I don't fucking. I don't care if you get a vaccine. It's just I've. I never get sick. I haven't gotten sick through the pandemic. I've never gotten a flu shot, and I've never gotten the flu. So I just don't really feel like I need it. And if you feel like you need it, you should go get it. I don't give a shit. But you surprised that Steve got his vaccine. That was disappointing. One of my brothers. <laughs> I'll talk about that on Monday. I don't know what the hell awesome. he... I thought oh. he would stay strong. He must have... Did he... I forget. Did he give a specific reason on Friday? I don't remember. I, think I don't he remember just said hearing. he caved into the pressure, but I don't know if that was For satire. I have a couple of friends who caved in because they want to go on vacation, and maybe Steve's gearing up for that. You know I mean? You never know. Yeah, but, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I, I know in my relationship, if, if I had a significant other who wanted to go on a trip and said, you need to get vaccinated, I'm, I'm going to go get vaccinated for that case. Well, so. we all know that if I have a significant other that says we have to do something, I'm like, all right, I guess. I was going to say, <laughs> leave my job and whatever you want to do. <laughs> oh, shoot. I want to um, circle back to Joe Rogan. So has his podcast changed a lot since he's gone to Spotify? Is there a noticeable difference in the content he puts out? It's hard to say because I only listen to guests that I okay, am interested. Like okay. I've listened to Dave Smith, Tim Dillon, okay. uh, Andrew Schultz, Nate Bargatze, like all <laughs> comedians that I like. Okay. So those aren't any different. Those are exactly the same as they would be. Yeah. But um, uh, you know, it's I think it's different in the sense that he'll never have on. Uh, I think the Jones. days of Joey Diaz and uh, any right wing guys, Ari Shafir. I don't think those guys are ever going to come back, which is weird. Yeah, sad. yeah. I like his political stuff, but he focuses too much on China lately. Um, all the talk that he he brings on, like uh, he brought on Josh Rogin last week, and the, the focus was uh, strictly on China and stuff. Yeah, like, like that. that so, see, that's the thing with Rogan's podcast is that's one I would just skip. Okay, yeah, you know I like I mean? the political stuff. Yeah, I mean, what the, I mean, we've been getting yelled. I, I can just see in Buddy's eyes right now, just because. That's, this is like the last time Buddy gave us his look is when you and I were talking about Rhode Island politics. This is this is oh, like when Steve talks about no. Bitcoin on the show. This is when Steve. No, I'm you... totally wrong. I was reading the Google Doc. You're totally wrong. I have no problem with this. Uh, with, totally wrong. How is how is your, the moron money scene going for you? Are you uh, you, you still rolling? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I've done done uh, pretty well with that shit, and I call it that just because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about so it's not like you know when people I, i've gotten a few things like what, what you think you're some fucking financial expert N no that's kind of the point of it is i just <laughs> have it's an interest uh, i've gotten and then when i was at the uh uh the program i was in um my interest kicked up because i had extra time on my hands so my i got even more interested in it and kind of dove into that as a sort of a distraction so i'm just really into it right now it's nothing i'm a fucking expert on or anything what's uh you still have any uh stock in uh pen yeah a little bit a little bit i uh i sold only because i got out of robin hood completely and uh moved all my money to crypto for a little while and then i started dipping back into the stock market 
Um, so yeah, and I bought uh, I bought the dip recently. Yeah, so it's you, actually you, it's actually kind of a decent strategy to buy dips when there's a scandal like uh, Portnoy's sex tape or something, because it's like the company's no different than it was the day before. So just buy the dip if you believe in the company. How many more sex tapes do you want to have come out then? <laughs> be nice. It'd be nice. I get to get back what I bought it for last year. I know, because last year around this time, wasn't it down like six, seven dollars? It's like it was, single it was digits. Four, four at its lowest. Yeah. Oh, geez. I averaged about uh, 11. Oh, nice. Look at this. Uh, are you on the Dogecoin? Before, let's be finish up with, do you do Dogecoin? I had uh, I had 100,000 Dogecoin last summer. Oh, wow. And I now get a text from Steve Robinson <laughs> about every, I'd say, five or six weeks saying, I have, to apologize to again, I have to apologize again to you for convincing you to sell Dogecoin. Oh, <laughs> no. And one or two other buddies were like, it's a fucking waste. It's never going to be anything, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I, was, I got sick of waiting for I, I, And I didn't know as much about the stock market then, or and I knew nothing about crypto then. Um, so I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'll sell it. So yeah, I missed out on, I would have had at its peak $48,000 in Dogecoin. Oh, fuck. So, oh. just I guess just to move off of that, because uh, I don't know anything about that stuff at all. Um, <laughs> are you surprised that like so Justin was the show's first intern? Are you surprised that his like semi meteoric rise to being a paid employee like was? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a rocket to the moon that we none of us were prepared for. <laughs> the world hasn't been the same. Uh, no, Justin does. Just I know when I worked, everything I've worked on with Justin. Um, like all the YouTube shows and anything we've had to do, uh, like to film or, and he's helped me, um, with some stuff for my show. He's always, he's great. Like he works his ass off and, um, I like Justin a lot. So yeah, no, I'm not really surprised that he ended up getting a full-time job. You're going to be going to the Kowloon on Saturday? Is it happening? Yeah, it's yeah. happening. And yeah, I was talking, fun. I was talking with Tim today and he said, if you need a ride, let him know. He'll pick you up. So I didn't think it was happening. Now I don't think I can. Aww. Because you, uh, a birthday party? No, <laughs> so, well, cl- <laughs> close enough. Um, uh, the uh, the my roommate is not as uh, steadfast in her belief against the vaccine as I am. So she's getting her second dose on Saturday. So she we're planning for her to be sick. She'll so be sick be on Sunday. She'll be sick on Sunday. I sick on Sunday. All right. Then yeah. Then we'll see. It takes we'll a little bit feeling. to kick in. You can you can make it to Kowloon. All right, we'll see. Well, you yeah, that's what, weird. Justin hasn't mentioned it to me again. I just assumed it was off. How do you? How do you like? How how would you rate his performance when he's filled in for Steve? He's done it twice already. Has he done it twice? I think I only heard one. He once uh, he did it via Zoom when Kirk was in South Carolina, and then oh, recently, oh okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounded perfectly fine to me. I didn't notice any problems. I wasn't there, obviously, so I don't know if the, you know, but uh, it sounded great. I was um, out. I I I, I want to ask about like getting the case podcast early, but like I guess it doesn't really like make any sense. Um, but so I guess I, have you been enjoying the case? Uh, yeah. If you if you go to the Blind Mike Project RSS feed right now, I leak it early every week. So <laughs> go subscribe to that. Uh, yeah. No, it's I'm I'm hooked on it, and I've never I've never listened to a true true crime podcast. Podcast. Um, my girlfriend listens to all of them, like Crime Junkie and all that shit. So I'll hear it like kind of in the background. I never have any interest. I'm hooked on the case. Does she, does she listen to the case? Loves it. No. I haven't talked to anyone that dislike. Like I feel like you kind of have to 
be trying to dislike it to really shit on it. Like it's been very good so far. Yeah. I mean, I, I just posted the link, I think the first episode and, and like I, on, uh, I think on Facebook and two people reached out and were like, this is awesome. I was yeah. like, I know it's just, I was like, the, the dude doesn't miss. He can't miss. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's honestly been unbelievable what they've done so far. Like the, the fact that it's spun into essentially other murder investigations. Like now there's at least four deaths that they're covering, which is wild. Does the case success um, surprise you at all? Like Kirk's success with it or, or not even no. remotely really. Yeah. Um, I mean, I no, not really. <laughs> are you, are, are you any bit surprised that there's been some Mina fans out there that have tried to insert them one way or another by reaching out on Twitter, on Facebook and all that? Like, I mean, oh, yeah, I'm very surprised. I couldn't have called that <laughs> I mean, does, from the, the fucking loony bin I was this. in over the fall. Yeah. I could have told you that was going to happen. But like, does it get you mad? I, I, I mean, it just makes me mad because I'm just like, they're like Kirk and Steve are actually trying to do something legit here, and it just feels like that's taking it too far. I don't know. I get, I get irrationally mad when I see some shit like that. It's like just like. Well, what do you what do you mean? I, maybe I don't know what you're talking about. Are you just talking about people that are like trying to find information that think they're junior detectives, or are people doing like? real shit to get in the way like the people getting doing the real shit to get in the way but even like thinking that even of the guys is being junior detectives at points because it's like i don't know it's it just seems stupid and irresponsible to reach out to some of these people and it that's just what's i just get what's mad been at them to get in the way though like i don't know what you mean i it, no if you, if you just like just trying to insert themselves as to be part of the narrative on shit yeah, yeah so I, I just haven't heard i don't know of anyone i guess i admit if anyone has done that i've i've missed it i guess um, but yeah, obviously if people are getting in the way, that's it. They put a, they put a disclaimer at the end saying, don't contact these yeah. people. So it's literally advised by the podcast not to do it. I, so, um, yeah, I, I find that to be an odd instinct, but I guess I, I assume they mean well, you know, I think people just want to help, I guess. I don't know. I did see somebody like DM Boston, right? Is that like, did that happen? I, I thought I saw those on Twitter where people were like, where people were just talking to Boston like about this and like dropping show references and shit. Yeah, they talked about it on the show, right? Because yeah, Steve, yeah, Steve that, was like, he doesn't, he, like, they don't get it. That's not funny. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty dumb. Oh, so that type of shit you're yeah, talking that, about. Yeah, that's, yeah. Thank you, buddy. Oh, for okay. Yeah, that's fucking idiotic. Of course, that's stupid. <laughs> the- I thought you meant trying to find like information to send them or something. No, but yeah, if you're actually reaching out to people, that's psychotic. Yeah, let the let the <laughs> pros handle it. So did that New York Post article about Howard Stern, uh, you retweeted it as well, I believe. Did that was that was spot on. Uh, it was great. Well, it was n- so. It's exactly what like Howard Stern fans or anytime he comes up on the show, whatever. It's exactly what everyone says about Howard Stern. I just thought it was cool to see it. And I guess that Maureen Callahan has done a couple of these articles about Stern, and he mm. reacted to one in 2019, I think. Okay. Um, and he avoided calling her a cunt, which is kudos to him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you catch Radio Gunk? Are you into that program at all? I, I mean, used you to. A, you know, I'm okay. I'm I'm the one that told DEC about it. I believe I think I'm okay. the one that recommended it to him. Okay. But um, yeah, I listened to them. I don't listen anymore. I mm. found it interesting for a while and then i just fell off because it was like same stuff all right, does the guy yeah. ever do anything right like is there you right. know is he wrong to wake up in the morning it's like everything he fucking does they slam him for so it just got to be a little uh, redundant yeah i was surprised that, that the article said that their prank calls are are like staged now oh God. i mean i, mean, I haven't listened in a while but well so i always wondered even when 
like around the t- I think when Artie was still on the show, maybe. Yeah. Um, I used to listen to them, and because I listened to O and A at the time, mm-hmm. I knew they kind of exposed that whole thing. Uh, like radio stations faked that. Well, the and then I would he- stuff. What's or- that? What like a fake? Because the a big idea fan that you're not Richard allowed, calls. like the FCC doesn't allow uh, prank call. Like you're not allowed to just record someone, okay, without their knowledge and put it on the radio. All right. Um. So I I knew of that, and then when I would listen to Stearns, I was like, these sound very similar. Like obviously they're saying dirtier words, All right? But it sounded like kind of the same, like the same cuts, and it sounded like the reactions sounded fake. So I think he's been doing it even longer than uh, the New York Post claimed. Oh, that's disappointing. I was a, I'm a big fan of their work, like Sal and Richard's work in particular when they yeah. do like the but the public access stuff is legit when they would call hugs for Harlem and everything. Oh else. yeah, I yeah. would imagine that type of shit is and because that, that's verifiable. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it, it does make you wonder how much shit over the last thirty five years has been. You know what I mean? Like right, right. when Stern was uh, in his prime. Like how much of that stuff was fake? Yeah, are you surprised like how easily he cuts people off though? Like um, Scott the engineer, all of a sudden gets kicked to the curb. For, well, not even. I mean, Scott stuff, the engineer, just, like, like, yeah, that's that? weird. Yeah, but it's also like that's an employee who got fired. What's mm-hmm. weirder to me is like Gilbert Gottfried, who helped, right. who right. helped, you know, kind of, you could say helped build his show, and mm-hmm. Artie Lang, who had a fucking legitimate <laughs> drug and mental problem and yeah cuts, and and again yeah was a huge part of that show oh yeah and howard can just stop talking to those guys so i mean i i guess that's a, a maybe that's what makes him so great as uh you know a businessman and just knowing how to he knew he knew how to fool us all for 30 years you know yeah. so uh, maybe you need that ability uh but yeah it is it is weird very weird to me yeah, do you know what they else? They just stopped, like my favorite segment of mine as well was when Robin did the news. They don't. They just stopped doing it out of nowhere. They don't. Do so the I news didn't know anymore. that. That's one yeah. thing I did not know from the post article is right. they stopped doing the news. Yeah, I think some of that like didn't Robin have cancer and she was out? Right, she did. She had vaginal. So maybe maybe uh, I don't know why I left. <laughs> what? <laughs> she had vaginal. <laughs> um, so maybe it was like they stopped when she was out and then they right. just never got back to doing it. But that is weird the you know none of it's none of it's as weird as stern never mentioning it right like it's not weird to stop doing the news i guess but it's weird to just not explain why to the fans wait speaking of prank calls i remember when we when they were coming in did you actually call like the company and try to get hired by them to to become one of the people that they can call i think like you and steve were talking about that in the earlier shows Oh, 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 like the fake, uh, like the fake, War of the Roses. War of the Roses. Yeah. You know, so when I was, uh, young, like what I said, when I was listening to, when I was in college and listened to like Opie and Anthony, I tried at the time because I was like, ah, oh, it's a, it seems like an easy way to make some side money. Um, and you couldn't find anything online about it. And then when we started, uh, talking about it again, I think I asked like Jim Murray or something about it because he does like voiceover work and shit. And he's been all over the place in radio, so I figured he would have known. And he's like, nah, they keep it locked up pretty tight. Like it's I guess it's you know, you have to have all the all the secret sources to get into that <laughs> business for some reason, which seems I guess because they don't want people to know they're doing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. 
I know that when, realizing that that some of those calls were were fake. Like uh, growing up, I was always heard like the jam scam on ninety four five. Yeah. Like like finding out that that was fake, I was like, that kind of sucks. But like also like yeah, twelve year old me was pretty stupid. So like that. Makes it's funny. I I've, I've had like uh, friends, mostly female. And I'm not saying there's any you know pattern to that, <laughs> but that I've talked to where they like believe that hook, line, and sinker. And I, I, I can't like break it to them. I'm just like let them live the, the fantasy <laughs> that uh, married couples to, uh, twice a day every weekday are being broken <laughs> up by these investigators on War of the Roses. By Shelly, I'm fucking yeah. what a dick too. Oh, she's the worst. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got, I don't, I got nothing. Uh-oh. I got nothing. <laughs> this is the this is the best part where we run out of questions to ask. Um, well, how, so, uh, there's no, you know there's, I, mean, I have such a such a long storied career. I can't imagine you run out of questions. Rough so, and rowdy. You, who wins, Brandon or Steve? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Rough and rowdy, Brandon oh, or Steve? Bra- <laughs> <laughs> I would think just based on size, Brandon Walker, right? Yeah, it's but it's three rounds. Three. Oh, rounds. you think Steve would tire him out? Yes, I'm thinking. Well, the question. I think we were talking about this earlier. The question is, would Steve take it seriously? Oh, yeah. Would Steve take it seriously? And I guess the other question would be, how much does wrestling viewing translate to wrestling skill? <laughs> you know, like then I, Brandon Walker's the heavy favorite. I just don't know if he has any athletic ability. Can't can't you see Brandon Walker taking a dive like fucking Jose though? Like, of Steve course he's all wrestling. Once. <laughs> yeah, he's all wrestling. Even w- within his own phone calls, he forgets if he's heel or babyface. <laughs> like, you motherfucker, I'm going to take you down this Sunday. And then he's like, ah, Kirk, you're the greatest. I just think he likes Kirk that much, right? That it just shines through. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, it shines through. Like, you know, like he wants to be mad at him. And he's like, I, well, I mean, I can't hate on you. You know, you're the best dozens player ever, but fuck you for not going. And the I guess whole so, thing. yeah. With like, with the shit with trivia, it's like, well, that's obviously some level of, just fucking around. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's having fun. The For weird sure. one with me was when uh, Kirk was out and Brendan said something like, uh, we can't all take a vacation or whatever it was. Maybe he was joking then, too, and I just don't get Brandon Walker. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he's always yeah. kind of like that. That was about the time of the Caucasian Hill match, BMD. Do you remember that? Yep. <sighs> Play the hits. <laughs> Do you like the calls Andrew? on the show? Um. Yeah, when they're good, yeah. When when they're good, not when uh, someone calls on the line. Put it this way: I like uh, uh, Blind Mike's daddy. I don't like this guy. Like, hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. But I think that's what ruined Blind Mike's daddy. But I, I got. Can I ask? Can I ask one. Blind Mike's daddy a question? Yes, sir. Why? How did it become that uh, my girlfriend was not only having an affair with my father, but doing manual labor for him around the house? <laughs> I, um, I I just came. It just came out of thin air. I was just brainstorming with. <laughs> With Buddy, and then I was, I was like, "What if we just have her do like different tasks, like Bring up some clean the yard, <laughs> shingle the roof?" Yeah, that was easily my favorite part of that. <laughs> I, I there's we, only we, so we, many we, menial jobs she could do. I was gonna have her build your studio, but I never got. Never to got there. She got to work in here. She does <laughs> fine work. We we used to joke. I'd be like, "What do I want done in my house?" Oh yeah, I need a new driveway. Like you know, it's like, "Oh yeah, uh, Alba's putting a new driveway." Whatever. <laughs> so just keep throwing ideas. She's good with her hands. <laughs> do you have any questions for us besides that one? Or 
Um, no. Uh, well, I, so my, I guess my main question is, am I going to get shit now? Are you guys like the enemy and did you trick me into coming? You seem like very nice guys. But what always happens with you motherfuckers is then I find <laughs> out that you're your best buddies with a... Uh, uh, Bob Murchison and Zonker. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then it's like, why did you do this fucking podcast? And I'm like, I don't know. They seem nice. He's going to make fun of you for coming on with us idiots, probably. But like, I don't think uh, I don't think you'll get in real trouble. All right. We'll see. I hope, I'll, I'll, I hope not. I mean, again, uh, I'll make this clear. I love Kurt. Uh, Very good. That's You're a good all boy. I can say. Even, even when he makes fun of me. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, if he's making fun of me, I, I feel like it's just, it's great. So is what is one of you kind of above the other two because you're on the wrap up show with Justin? Is there a hierarchy? No, I'm at the bottom. If anything, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm at the bottom of everything and anything. Okay. Hey, <laughs> BMD, what's up? No, no. The uh, the, you reposted that Trevor Noah like daily whatever he did, and that uh, the guy Daily got show? Ted, Yeah, that got Ted Cruz all pissed off. I, like, feel me. What what got Ted so pissed off? All I saw was that quick image of Ted Cruz, but that that whole. Oh, I have no idea. Funny. I don't. I didn't even give a shit about the political aspect of it. Yeah. I just whatever. Trevor Noah has is. Maybe it's the laugh track or the the studio audience. Maybe that's the only reason the Daily Show is funny. I don't think. I think John Stewart was actually kind of a funny guy, but Trevor Noah has turned it into this serious sit down talk, which all of comedy is kind of turning into. So I th- I just so thought that awful. analogy that Trevor Noah. Would, I, I, I was I only tweeted out because I was like, someone explain this to me because it's going over my head. Obviously, I'm too dumb to get the genius that's here because it can't be as bad as I think it is. What an awful analogy, too. I, I literally only listened to the point that you, you told, like, you, would you say skip to 110 to listen to this terrible analogy? And I just, yeah. I, you heard that and it's just like, what the, what are you even trying to, like, I thought this was. It didn't like even make said, sense. I, I didn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. This used to be a comedy show, dude. Like, what the fuck? It was, it's very weird. The whole, I mean, I, you know, SNL has kind of ruined the comedy scene because now all these improv kids uh, get into shows like SNL and The Daily Show, which are supposed to be making fun of the news, which would be, like, good right now to take a light fucking look at all this horse shit, but instead they yell at you for a half an hour or an hour and a half, whatever length those shows are. Are you surprised Elon's going on this, this weekend? Um, I think it's weird like they'll get ratings so it's smart but i think he's gonna do a terrible job like it's yeah. not gonna be funny <laughs> i i hope you guys play it back on monday I look yeah i mean if there's the something action. it might just be i could see it just being boring but yeah and awkward right yeah but, but hopefully it's mockably bad that'd be fun <laughs> then maybe jerry will get a shot well <laughs> like yeah, i'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure this week yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's coke no no it, <laughs> with uh shit with one of my favorite parts, I think having you on in the beginning was when you were doing the the bets in the whatever the the betting website free was. Sportsbook pick, free, yeah. free sportsbook pick. What do you have a favorite drop that they made you say? Because I have mine. Uh, well, the noise I made, right? Wasn't that? And that was that not mm-hmm. from that? I can't remember. No, I don't think the noise was from it. The baby uh, talk one. I like the one the way they made you do the baby talk. It's just. You just sound oh, so. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. sound so defeated in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the DeLorean sound stays around for a little bit. That, but so, we'll uh, yeah, see. am I? Uh, you know, I'm not a huge Back to the Future fan. Should I know what a DeLorean sounds like? <laughs> I have no idea. I've never seen okay, that. Okay, all right. I have no but idea. Because I was like, ah, shit. Am I, do I not know something? <laughs> BMD, you probably watched it 
Like the future, no? Uh, it's been a while. I don't remember. <laughs> this guy's a oh. ball of energy. He seems right. No. I'm just I'm just nervous. I don't want to say the wrong stuff. Well, I can um, hear you, buddy. I can relate. So, <laughs> um I just love Mike. I can't I can't help it. I just keep I know I, I, my fave. Oh, you're too sweet. So your Patreon to, to the people that haven't heard you before. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But the, how often does a blind Mike project come out for those of us that are not aware of it? On Patreon? Patreon and the free one as well. So the free one's uh, every Monday. I like that <laughs> I like that there are people that listen to the Kirkman answer. Like, Who's this character? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this star that they brought in? <laughs> uh, yeah, the free episode's out every Monday. And then on um, uh, on the Patreon, behind the paywall, we usually do uh, different episodes, whether it's uh, an extra episode of the Blind Mike Project or... Uh, some of the TV shit that we do or the inside radio stuff that we do um, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. And then we usually do a bonus episode on the weekends and then more on money uh, three days a week, Sunday, Thursday, and then the free episode on YouTube on Fridays. And we had a uh, nice. shout out to Matt Morell Cause he did a really good job with those. Uh, I did this like who, who's really been canceled thing, which is basically like, a, uh, I don't know. Oh, look at, same horse shit I talk about all the time. But Matt Morell produces it a lot better. And uh, he hasn't been able to do it this month because he's working for the Patriots. Um, so I think he'll be back to doing those next month, hopefully. With Andrew? I, I did just remember I had an issue with you. How did you not recognize the number from one of the trading post uh, prank calls? Uh, well, I mean, I never... I, so I talked to individuals' phone numbers there. <laughs> Oh. That's what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like, so I have a weird thing with that where I, maybe I should say the name to promote them. I just don't like saying the name because I don't want people, they're nice people that don't want, you know, I don't want people <laughs> fucking with them. But yeah, I, I just, I mean, I don't know their, I don't know anyone's phone number by heart. So why would I know theirs? I just, I, I just, have no idea what you're just talking about. Oh, it's the, the, the number. One of the numbers from the prank call. Uh, and I think I actually Ambitron. said, what's that phone number? It oh, was yeah. uh, the program that I was in over cool. the fall. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> but actually, you know what's <laughs> fucking nut? When I called them the first time, I called their main number, which is probably that number that you gave out, and their fucking their voicemail system said uh, we're closed because of the pandemic. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me! So that's why I had to reach out to like individuals there. <laughs> well, it wasn't me that gave it out. I just I just listened to it and was no, crying. it's fine. I knew people would figure it out. It's just I personally would. Ra- I don't, you know. I mean, were you surprised uh, that it was Tim and Steve? Oh no, of course. I, I knew it was them. <laughs> no, they're they're very nice guys. That's all I got, boys. I think we're good. I think that's it. That's always thank fun. you. Thank you so much for coming on with us, Mike. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for having me, boys. Mike, take and care. And I'll bury you. Just so you know, I will bury you if if anything comes out negative. That's yeah, no problem. Question about this interview at all? I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, they edited that fucking thing. I hated those guys. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> so I did, for the record, I did fine. not enjoy this experience, but thank you for having me. Well, take care. <laughs> Hope no, all is well. You. Have a good night. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank See you, Mike. Right. Thank you. Why are you so nervous? Uh, this is our biggest He's so celebrity. Nervous. I am. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. Uh, he was. It did. Thus far, has been our biggest get as a guest. I agree. So, I, and you don't want to mess up. And obviously, you don't want him to catch you know too much heat for coming on with us because we don't know the what temperature you... right now with Kirk <laughs> and everything. So, what are you scared that he's going to get shunned for this? Not shunned, but I don't. 
you know, he he did us a solid by coming on, and then last thing he needs is. Yeah, no, it's it was great. I it, I, yeah, I, well, it was fun. Yeah, like it's just. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but we're not gonna ask him to fucking bury Kirk like we always no, say. Like every, and, we ever, and we do not do that. Comes, we do not do that. No, on this show. no, of course. Every that's what I was about <laughs> to say. Everybody comes on the show and we blow Kirk every fucking week. Like, okay, we had Va and Jay on, and those times we didn't. Like they didn't blow Kirk, but we did. Like, yeah, but so they I weren't critical. They weren't. No, I don't think so. I think I think they were. I think both of those interviews were like were pretty like straight out. Um, and they, I don't, yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a good interview with Mike, though. I yeah, thought that was had, a lot I of fun. Had, yeah, it was fun. I'm just, and I, like I said, I said during, I just like love Blind Mike so much. I just like I can't help like when we, when we met him, I was giggling like here. I'm, yeah. I'm just, that is, I just like I just think it's funny. You know, I know not not everybody yeah. does, but I, I I think he's great. Yeah, it's it's nice to have him on once a week. I think it's perfect. You know, we were upset when he left the show, but I think this was the right choice from like he said it's been fucking beautiful thus far since he's been back so before we wrap up we got to talk about a few things uh, you got you guys caught up with the case yeah, oh yeah. yeah um i know and i know we, we obviously just talked about it with mike but I, it's so fucking good it really yeah. really is i wanted to call, i really did want to call and i had some questions yeah what do you yeah you can't but... <laughs> you just can't you gotta no, send i was gonna to disguise my voice and yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you just gotta you gotta send your questions to somebody else like BA does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I like I wanna just know like that so that guy Kevin Craig. Kevin Craig, the one who's dead now. Yeah. Right. That was stuck behind the door. They couldn't do a toxicology, right? Because he was so decomposed because of decomp. Is that what they said? It had been a couple of days or something, maybe. Right. Yeah. So because it's hot, so if it's if it's if it is warmer out, you decomp faster. Yeah, of yeah, but like they said, they found a syringe next to his body. Like, yeah, you know, they try to pull link. I just want to know if like the detective tried to pull link prints on it, maybe test what was inside the syringe, like the residue. I only know this from yeah, work yeah. I've done in the past, but just questions like that, just to see, like, was there fentanyl in there? What caused him to OD? Like, I that's you know that's I mean? a good question. I kind of I wondered the same thing. I, I wondered like. Um, there's no way he used 100% of the contents. Like there would be some amount, maybe not enough to test, but there'd be something in the syringe. And, and maybe that's what they'd say, that yeah. there wasn't enough in the syringe to test. Yeah. And they were, uh, they did discuss like how they were kind of nervous about going to that particular compound, Craigsville or whatever it's called. Yeah. Craigville. Yeah. Cause those, well, those people, the seem hot, I mean, the people didn't seem uh, that they, I mean, they interviewed the mother and then the brother, but they didn't seem hostile. They were pretty open. Yeah. So yeah. But Kirk's going on at that. But Kirk's going like, uh, basically, almost like to defend, not to defend the family, but like he's not going there looking for trouble. He's going there like trying to ask. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, I'm, I think if you went to Craigville looking for trouble, trying like as a police officer trying to do something to like one of their family members, then it's trouble. You know, mm-hmm. but, like Kirk's going there like you know to to, to talk about what happened to, to their brother, you know, and their son. Yeah. So like, I kind of get that, but. Yeah, they there's definitely they could definitely do more than eight episodes with this case. Like he, he already said they might, right? I hope so, because there's there's probably so much meat on the bone that like these other like crime podcasts that I've listened to, they're like fucking sixteen, twenty episodes. Like so I wonder I if they, they could probably stretch it out, but if he's only contracted for eight, I just hope that they can wrap it up because we're already on episode four and there's like so much shit I to think, look into I, still. You know? I think that'll be fine. Does it? Um, one of the things that frustrates me, and I guess it probably shouldn't because it, it, like, it doesn't affect me at all, but, like, how the fuck did Barstool fuck this up and not make them, like, a ton of money off of this? Oh. 
Like they knew they had a sure thing, and they fucking sales like, department. Like baby. all the, you know, all due respect to Swiss country cheese, they don't deserve a fucking spot on there, dude. Like you know what I mean? They can make so much more money than this Swiss country cheese at. Yeah, but like, who's? I mean, Steve doesn't have the time to go after these advertisers. No, that's what I'm, I'm, that's and, what I'm saying. It's bar, I, I'm like I'm frustrated at Barcelona. It has nothing to do with my money, but I am. And don't forget, also, and I think we kind of got a hint of it yesterday. Because we're recording Thursday, by the way. But when Kirk talked about, um, you know, he could tell somebody to f off in twelve different languages. I'm assuming that a certain Babel, enemy yeah, went to Babel. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there could be that too, where they have these these uh, no good do do batters, not do gooders, but these guys that go. We call them bad call actors the on the show. Bad actors, thank you. Yeah. You know, so that could be a problem as well. Just that running interference on the case yeah, directly it, just because who's associated with it you know what i mean so and it's if you're gonna start doing that shit it's like i i understand kirk's frustration with that and that's why it's like plain and simple if if you're here to like kirk it's good and if you're doing anything bad against it fuck off it's it's a well-deserved victory lap uh that he has and the case's success and i even said it, i was like how the hell is he gonna wrap this up in four more episodes he can't it's there's just so much and i think he has so much it, exactly it's just it's i mean they could and i and i think coming up that you're going to see more breaks within kms and i think that's right because you gotta with all this success going you gotta put it on it and yeah but it's it sucks because we like kms too so yeah it's kind of you want the best of both worlds but going back to buddy's point about the sponsors i think it's on the salespeople too to be like hey listen this guy that's literally what i just said yeah, well, we'll reiterate it then. I'm sorry. All right. All right. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, but That's like, what I mean, yeah. He, he, I'm, not, I'm not in sales, so I can't speak to the sales reps, but you have to lay it out like, hey, this is podcast is going to do X amount of numbers. However, you're going to fucking get some random ass people sending you shit. Disregard that. If you just tell them to fuck off one time, you're good. Like, yeah. You got to do a better job of explaining the, the history. And Speaking have- of explaining, let's let's explain Jay's tweet of the week and go to bed. Oh, good segue. All right. So uh, the homie David from Hull hit us, hit me up, and he he uh, this is the tweet he wanted translated. Uh, so he, this is all caps. Uh, well, this well oh, never mind. I won't do that because that's the, oh. it's when there's Jay, it's up and down. It's, it's too much. So, so Jay says, "I am here for the three year plan." Um, okay. Two exclamation points. Love it. Two exclamation points. Okay. Suck ass Corano with an O instead of an A. Hmm. Um, at Kirkman, stop. Don't make me laugh. Um, at Kirkman, Phil never hit up Nardini, you dummy. I didn't say that. That's a quote. Please don't take that out of context. Shout out to Negotiations 101. Meeting of the Mind says it again. Barstool Advisor. Add and sub to Real KC and on OFS. Okay. Jesus. That's all one tweet? That's one tweet. So. What? That sounds like the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. Oh, hold on. I, Let's... I demand you retract that statement. Yeah. We, we're Jay's a friend of the show. Don't say that. I'm so, yeah. I don't know that. Honestly, well, I'm going to explain it. Okay, let him explain, explain it. it, please. So he's here for the three-year plan. He's happy. He's he's a he's riding and dying with KMS because that's who Jay is. Jay loves the Kirk Minahan show. That's what we've we've heard from BA. We've heard from Jay himself. We heard when we went on meeting in the minds, Andrew. Yeah. Um. That's like Jay's Jay's a KMS fan. He's in. We we know he's in all the pockets. Everything. Uh. V, oh, VD as well. VD is the one who said he's in everybody's DMs. He knows everything that's going on. Um, which gave us an idea for a segment, which is coming next month. Um, so next one, suck ass Carano. I have no idea. I, I have no idea why he threw Carano in there. Makes no sense to me. That one, I, I don't know why that's there. Okay, next line. 
Phil never hit up Nardini. I think that's pretty self-explanatory, right? He's like, Phil's, Kirk thought he did, but Phil says, uh, Jay say he didn't. But I think it was pretty, I thought they had proof that Phil did, right, Andrew? We were yeah. on that call. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, uh, hey, I'm just explaining what, what he's saying. I don't know if he's lying. Or not. A tough tweet um, to fucking interpret. That's what I'm saying. That's, anyway, that's, yeah. This is why Phil, it's so two more sentences. Two, two more sentences. So <laughs> shout out to negotiations one-on-one. But it's just, you know, that's what they were doing, meaning of the, or whatever, uh, BA just was saying he was trying to get Kirk a bigger deal, whatever, which obviously had nothing to do with it. We all know that, but that's their busting balls. And the last one, I have no idea why he threw this in there, but he wants you to subscribe to that girl's only fans. That's what, that's what that means at like, so I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's like, I'm, I guess, I guess I probably shouldn't have said I could translate that because there's two sentences. I don't understand what he's saying, but I don't know. <laughs> My head fucking hurts. Scalling. This is why. Uh, so we have, what do we have left? Just the news. Just the news. Yeah, just, just the news, and we're going to Kowloon on uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So I don't know. Hit us up. Bye, right, take, take take care. Brush your hair. Bye, bye, Max. Daddy, drink. I'm not drinking anymore. I give it up. Oh shit! Not true. We'll see. That's yeah, not true. All right, bye. <laughs>
And good luck to Kirk Minahan as the manager is expected to play his first Little League game this weekend. Hopefully it's a win for the Minahan team. I'm Andrew Augustus, Kirkinoff Minifan News. As always, send news tips to at Andrew Augustus or at Kirkin underscore off. We will see you all at the Kowloon.